Welcome to In the Spotlight with Amy Scrubs, where we feature great artists, entrepreneurs, community leaders, and well, anyone who should have that moment to share their story in the spotlight. Welcome to another episode of In the Spotlight. We've got a fantastic guest lined up, another incredible musician, artist in Bluegrass on RBR Entertainment. We have Mike Sumner. We're going to hear about his music, his background, his love for music, the songs, the fans, and all of it. Mike, thank you so much for being with us today on the show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Okay, Mike, we want to know the background with music because every artist has a great story. And that's what I love about music and artists because no one is the same. So it's time that we get to hear your story today. When did this all begin for you in music? This all began for me and, uh, goodness, probably about five years old. My dad was teaching himself to play banjo out of the Earl Scruggs book. Ah, I love the last name. <laughs> um, kind of a popular name in this genre. <laughs> so you were 12, I think 32. And apparently I was just wanting to be like my daddy. And uh, when he played, I wanted to play. He said that I used to grab the banjo by the neck, drag around one that he bought for me and would cry until he taught me something. I don't remember that. At five years old, trying to get the fingers to move the way you wanted to right. on this. Oh, you get so frustrated. But um, yeah, uh, he, he did that. He taught himself to play that and guitar. We ended up having a family band. So through my, I'd say from 10 years old until 15, 16, I played in the family band. And from from there, I went to local regional bands and then ended up moving to Nashville later in life. I think I was around 40 and uh, started playing with Randy Coors and several other people. Ended up with Billy Droves. That's where I met Billy Droves. He's such a great guy. We, lo we love Billy. But wh where was home for you before coming to Nashville? Southern Indiana was where I grew up um, near that particular part of the country. Had a lot of uh, a bluegrass influence. Uh, people like Michael Cleveland on the fiddle, mm -hmm. uh, Stuart on the banjo. Um, he came from that same area. Um, from there, I went to Michigan for a little while, about six years, and then from there to Tennessee. I love it. I, I've had a great experience of being in Nashville back and forth for years, and it's just such a magical place. I can't imagine what that transition was like for you to go from Indiana and having music be a part of your blood to actually make it to Music City, Music City, and start that process. What did it feel for you when you made it to Nashville? What was what took place inside of you that was like, "Wow, I'm here." You know, the start feels <laughs> driving into town the first time when I was moving in, and I'm coming in. I guess I was on the north side of town, um, bringing Interstate 24 in, and you see the cityscape, and then the Batman building. I was just breathless, you know. It took my breath away a little bit, and uh, pinch yourself. And right. job, I had a band right off the bat, so it just worked out. The stars aligned well. And I just, I love it here. It's, it feels like home to me. I know the feeling. I still cry when I fly in and I can see that that building. We see the city line and we land. I just I immediately start crying. It just has that that hold on me forever with learning instruments and being a part of a band and having it be a, a part of your DNA, really playing with the family. What about the vocal part of it, though? The instrumentation is one thing, but to realize that you've got the talent and the desire to be a singer and really take these songs and bring them to life to create that emotional connection with your audience. When did that take place for you? 
Yeah, so I've always been kind of the backup singer. My brother and dad were the main lead singers in the band. Uh, but, you know, you, you sing in the band and you have that family time. You're just like any family. You have this special blend of harmony mm-hmm. and taught how to really listen, find your part. And, and there's something about stacked family harmony that's yes. seems no matter where you go. There's few bands that can that can make it sound like that. And so really the transition, it was just, it was one hand is an instrument, the other hand, you got to sing something, you know, you can't. Now, I will say playing the banjo with the dexterity required is a lot of us just sit there and don't say anything. Like with Billy, I don't I don't sing much. With, with uh, Dale Ann, I sing occasionally. With a few other bands, I sing occasionally as well. It's It's such a fun experience as a fan to watch family members that are up playing together and singing together. There is, you're right. There's something magical about that. At some point though, you decided to kind of break off and start out on your own with your own music. Did you write your own songs? When did you say, okay, it's time for me to really, I, I know you came to Nashville. How was that for you to be then separated from that comfort of being with the family versus being on your own now? So uh, the family separation happened whenever I was a teenager, started playing with local bands like Patoka Valley Boys. And then from there, played with them for a long time and moved to Michigan and started a, a regional band called Detour. Nice. By that, Dad was still playing music with his little band that was no longer family. It was just him and Mama. But um, we did the Detour thing, and that was kind of cool to break, break away from Southern Indiana and your roots and, and bring Southern Indiana bluegrass to Northern Michigan there in Traverse City. Um, and that band ended up having some really good hits um and from there i moved to to nashville and that's around around the time that i moved to nashville was the time that i was going through a lot of transitions and that's when all the songs came out so that's when the song writing really kind of hit a course you write a lot of stuff that's personal i take it and you know it's interesting i have a lot of friends who who go to writing sessions Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a formula, and they come away with this really cool song. But for me, it's uh, I'm a little more emotional, I guess. And when I feel or, or hear the song, I let it out. What are some of the songs that you have been your favorite at recording? Let's talk about your prior projects, your recording process, and what your music has been like in the studio. So the first time I did a personal project was in 2006 and seven released in 2007 that's where the song winds of winfield uh came from and we re-released it with billy here recently um that was really cool to sit there in the studio for the first time um in nashville i had done it in in northern michigan with detour and we released our own project it's just such a cool process to sit there and and to be the one who can create uh you're not you're not reading music. You might be reading a chart and you know where the chords are, but the voice of the instrument is all you. And uh, the cool, unique breaks and twists that you, little turns that you put in, I mean, that's all you, your personality being laid down into music. And so to me, that is just so, I don't know, it's, it's hard to replace that with any other activity. It's magical, isn't it? It is. It really is. And there's been some crazy things. Uh, one time I was recording with Dale Ann in the Nashville area. And I think it was with, um, I'm pretty sure, um, 
she was with Pinecastle at the time. And when she was doing that, I think, I'm trying to remember who was managing the, the project. It might have been, I'm not sure who it was, but it'll come to me. But Michael Cleveland was recording the fiddle, and he and I were playing at the same time. You know, there's there's a process where you can record one instrument and go back and lay another instrument on top of it until you finally have this, this band finished project and do it live. Well, the fiddle and myself, we were doing it live together. And kind of, there was a couple sections in that recording where we fed off each other and played the exact same notes for a little bit, did our own thing, played together, and then did our own thing again. That's just so cool. It's just the coolest experience. You, yeah. you can't put words to it. Watching your music come to life like that, being able to release it out there. What is your relationship with the fans and these songs? Are, are there are certain songs that have just really resonated with your followers? Yeah. So the ones are the one I referenced. Is probably the the one that they like the most. And that's the Winds of Winfield. That's the one that was written on the way home from winning the national banjo championship. My dad's driving. I'm sitting in the passenger shotgun seat, and the song just hit me like I was saying earlier. When I played that with Billy in the band, um, Billy Joe's in Kentucky Blue, or any other band for that matter, I don't know if it's the rhythm or the rhythm and the melody combined or what but that song seems to resonate with a lot of people and um if a song resonates with you, between you and with those listening i mean it, it's almost there a bond is created you know and uh i don't know you become family over a song it's true it's absolutely true that that experience where people know you, they associate you with that song. You create an emotion, create a response to the bond forever that can take place through the power of music. That is just so beautiful. Did you, did you realize when you were younger that this really would be a part of your whole life? I had no clue. <laughs> well, yeah, I was trying to be like my daddy, you know? Right, right. What, what projects are you working on now? What is coming up for next year for you? Or do you have something now that's ready to release that, that you're going to surprise us with? Yeah, so Billy is doing, um, RBR Entertainment is doing a Christmas project. Uh, they asked me to lay down a Christmas song on that. And so I did What Child Is This? And uh, Billy and, and the it team. Is fabulous. <laughs> um, I actually haven't got to hear it yet. I can't wait to hear it. Um. So that one's coming out and then there's a few more that i'm doing for the banjo project for rbr entertainment and that'll come out as i understand in the spring that is really exciting a lot a lot taking place especially coming out of the pandemic getting through this time where we can be out there again have, have you had some live shows you back out in front of your audience a little bit absolutely so this year um i played a lot with dale and bradley nice. i played Played in Montana with Rebecca Frazier and Hit and Run. And then, of course, playing a lot with Billy Rose around town. We're doing shows at the Station Inn at Fox and Lock this Friday night. We're playing in Huntsville, Alabama um, at the Von Braun Center. That is fantastic. Where can people follow you? Where Where is the best way to reach you, follow you, and, and find you? Sure. Find me on any of the socials. Mike Sumner. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, if you can't find me that way, then look me up on Instagram or something like that. 
under Michael Bangelo. Love it. Mike, thank you so much for, for sharing your story and your passion and love for music. And the fact that it, it was really in you since childhood to know that your family instilled this in you. I, I love when you see families passing down that love for music, how to play instruments, how to have fun with it and not have it just be a chore or a lesson you have to take as a kid, but a part of who you are. And you've definitely resonated that today, that music is a part of who you are. And thank you for the music that you have brought to the world. And I'm excited for what's coming up for you, especially with the uh, Christmas album and then what new music you've got next year. If you are in the area of where, what, what area are you performing in? Where are you guys playing at the station in? Huntsville, Alabama at the Von Braun Center. I think we start around seven o'clock. Awesome. So anybody in that area, you want to go check him out live, follow him on social media. And thank you so much for being a part of In the Spotlight today. Thank you for listening to In the Spotlight podcast. For more information, you can go to amyscruggsmedia.com and make sure and follow on social media at amyscruggsmedia.